Jay and Cat were terribly bored. It's been a while since they scored. What will we do with this sexual energy? Turn into a podcast about Shakespeare and company. This isn't your stepfather's podcast. You're not my real dad, Greg. Welcome to Shakespeare and Lads, a Shakespeare podcast where two idiots read Shakespeare and go for a lot. Enjoy. Welcome back to Shakespeare Lads, the podcast that is really now ready to give you the key to my apartment. Here you go. Here is a copy of the key. Wow. This is uh, something. Do, do, you like, do you like it? I trust you. I think we're at this stage in our relationship. I'm just, like, I'm just kind of worried about the timing. It, we've, we've been together since December now. You know, we're on episode 18 of this podcast. I feel like, you know, we're a team. Like, we're ready for this step. Are you, are you just proposing this because I've reached the age of consent? Episode 18? <laughs> You're mature for your age. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I, just... I think we're ready. I just, I just feel that you're, you're kind of putting me in a cage because, you know, I, I just recently became the number one podcast on Shakespeare on iTunes. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, sure. I'm racking the bucks for Patreon subscriptions. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, All real facts and, I, and I, not I, lies. And I feel like you're maybe doing this to shore up the insecurities in our relationship. You know what would be a really good way to paper over the insecurities in our relationship? What? be to have a filler episode where we don't read a Shakespeare play, which is what we do every episode of Shakespeare Lads, but to do a fun alternate episode. How does that sound to you, embodiment of the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I like that, because I, you know what, I realize I don't like the path we're going on. Mm -hmm. I think maybe we should choose our own adventure. Oh. Welcome back, everyone, to Shakespeare Lads, the number one iTunes podcast for Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare is for sure a category on our <laughs> podcast. You know what? Actually, can I just put a real thing? Yeah, in? go for it. I really am digging the Folger Shakespeare podcast. Yeah. It's super good. And you, it ca- you listen to another podcast on Shakespeare? How I do. You? Well, I was like, I got to scope out the comp yeah. competition Yeah. for all you folks not in the biz. And I was like, what's this, like, Folger shape, blah, blah. They think they know Shakespeare just because yeah. they have a center. And then I was like, oh, man, like, this is good. They interview, like, actors who, like, I don't know. It's just good. It's a good time. It's a garbage podcast, in my opinion. <laughs> Isn't Folger's, like, some kind of coffee? What is the coffee business getting into, into our territory? They're right diversifying their portfolio. Okay. You, know, we could, you know what? We could bring actors if we want, folks. You know what? We could have a coffee. Yeah. We could have a branded coffee. Yeah, If for we sure. wanted. Lad's Coffee. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what this is, this is Shakespeare Lads. I am one of your co-hosts, Jay. And I am your other co-host, Kat. Every two weeks, what we try to do is touch a little bit of Shakespeare history and talk about it, chat about it, laugh, cry. We do our survivor competition where every week we vote off one of the co-hosts and we're the last two left. I'm interested about the fact that you use survivor instead of the long-standing analogy for this podcast which is the bachelor yeah so i feel like everybody has not gotten a rose except for us that would have been the more appropriate um comparison yeah i know i just felt it was too close to home (laughs) for me because shakespeare did not give you the rose last time and so you're feeling salty about it yeah for some reason that slut julia got (laughs) (laughs) hate that woman i don't get it why does he keep giving it to anne hathaway i know she's got gams for days but i got (laughs) abs to stay (laughs) oh 
Did you know that Anne Hathaway was the name of Shakespeare's real life wife? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know, so it's a little funny joke because wow. we also have an Anne Hathaway in contemporary. That's amazing. Life, world. You're. <laughs> Can I have ever said that you're like an onion? So many layers. So many layers. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just go right into it, or do you want to like chat yeah, about a thing? Let me let me just tell you what we're doing this week. So if our A-listed scenario that we played out at the start of this podcast didn't give you a bit of a hint. We are doing a choose your own venture book. all tied together. Yeah. That's so smart. Oh my goodness. It's just seamless. I'm floored. So this week what we're doing, we are reading Ryan Norse, Romeo and slash or Juliet, a choosable path adventure. What did you do? Romeo and slash or Juliet. So it's a choose your own adventure book based on what we should all know, the popular Shakespeare play Romeo and Juliet. I think it's the least popular Shakespeare play. I don't like it. But I, it's not many people have heard yeah. of it. Bring back Cymbeline. Cymbeline. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite Shakespeare play. I, yeah. Baz Luhrmann should adapt that yeah. into a movie you know, with LSD in it. You know what that play got me into? Symbols. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. How'd you guess? I know you by this point. You know, we've been doing a podcast for a long time. Yeah. When people listen to this podcast, they're like, "I can't keep up with you guys," and I'm like, "Listen." I get it, but I'm right there. Yeah. Like I'm keep I'm a, I'm ahead of him. I'm yeah. one step ahead of him. Yeah, listen, folks. <laughs> Just because <laughs> you got your slow meat brain doesn't mean that we gotta slow down for you. <laughs> no, we're just. This is like the fastest yeah. lightning repartee that you've ever witnessed. Yeah, everybody's listening are like the humans before the X Men are <laughs> essentially. Can I be the one that is gay with the no hair? What's uh, your name? That's not X Men. You want to be uh, Professor, fucked, Professor X? Yeah. The gay one. <laughs> the lesbian with no hair. Uh, Professor X. The lesbian with no hair. Are you talking about Deadpool? Yes. The... All of those answers are correct. Yeah. I'm actually talking about the Hulk. Yeah. Is that are you talking about Spider-Man? <laughs> Lego about... Batman? Gonna, let me give you your answer. You, you're talking about like Negasonic super <laughs> something? I know who you're talking about. Okay. Can I be the beast because I'm incredibly hairy? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was going to be like the joke about how you're really handsome, but then you took it another way. So yeah. I was thrown off a little, but that's okay. Feeling kind of down to That's all. Oh, you look good. I know. Thank you. I like your dress shirt. Yeah. It's, it's my, nice. It's my fun time summertime look. <laughs> okay. So we're choosing our own adventure. We're, we're going to be Romeo and Juliet. How are we starting off? Uh, let me just clarify. We'll be Romeo and or Juliet. And or Juliet. Okay. So we're going to be either Romeo going down a path or either Juliet. Is that yeah. correct? Exactly. Okay. So how this is going to work, we are going to alternate between reading like short snippets about the story. We will either do this until we hit the ending and we've gone through an appropriate amount of time, or maybe if we've reached the ending too soon, we'll go back a few pages and then pick it up where we left off, essentially. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan, man? I think it sounds like a plan. All right. Here's our first choose your character. You have just been born. Congratulations. It doesn't start at birth. I call BS on it. Okay, continue. Uh, congratulations, good work on that thing. Now surprise, babies are boring, so we're going to jump ahead in time to a point where you're cool teens, and you've already lived a reasonable chunk of your life. I can promise you that most of what you're going to see now will be flabbergastingly interesting. Oh. Teens do all sorts of interesting things, they make friends, they shed tears, they totally make out. Been there, done that. Uh, and I other haven't. things. <laughs> you when, have, when will my you have a girlfriend. When will my first kiss happen yeah what people don't know is cat and her partner just gingerly touch hands and that's pretty much we it. just look deeply into each other's eyes and then i start to quake with fear <laughs> continue you have to feel real human emotion yeah, yeah that's true that's the most intimate thing about it. that's true 
So we're going to be teens. <laughs> well, we'll be teens. Here's the first description. We could be either Romeo. Romeo, he's a 15-year-old teen who loves, loves, loves being in love and loves being in love with love. <laughs> they need to love this guy. He's deeply, sincerely in love with Rosaline, who is smart and pretty and so perfect. Oh, my God. It's weird we haven't mentioned her in title five. <laughs> anyway, Romeo's interests include thinking about women and also not being called up to the front of the class while thinking about women. Same. Last year, he moved out of his parents' homes into a tiny house that his parents now own. He is allied with Team Montague. Okay. Okay, or we could be Juliet. She's a 16-year-old teen who is a dainty flower, as fragile as a spider's web in the morning dew. Nah, I'm just having a little fun. Like when you call a short guy Tallow or Dr. Heightsworth. Oh, Tallow. When you call a short guy Tallow or Dr. Heightsworth. Tallow as if like like tall ta- with an O. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know. Like tallow as in it like candles. It doesn't translate no. well. Juliet's actually super ripped, and her top six interests are muscles, boys, getting muscles, getting boys, kissing boys, and kissing her own muscles. Look, you Been can <laughs> you can play as a boy who wants to meet a girl, or as a girl who wants to meet a boy. Each has what the other wants, and you can control either of them. Hey, this book is going to be easy. The downside to Juliet is her parents micromanage her life and tell her what to do all the time, which leaves very little time for chatting up boys. She never gets to decide anything for herself, she barely leaves the house, and her nurse is her only real friend. It's a little sad when you think about it. She tries not to. Juliet has a plus two perk to muscles, obviously, but a minus two weakness against the mad hotties. She's an excellent choice if you want to solve your problems with muscles, and why wouldn't you? She's on Team Capulet. Plays Romeo, turn to 27. Plays Juliet, turn to four. I'm completely split down the middle. These both yeah. sound awesome. I don't know which one. Because they're, they're both such perfect personifications of myself. <laughs> um, why is why the thing with the muscles? Is that like a joke that I'm not getting? About what? actual Juliet? Well, yes. I don't think she's like incredibly muscular. No, they don't. That's not... Okay. I think, I think he's maybe doing some... He's just riffing. He's just riffing yeah. on nothing. So this is a book. You can do whatever you want. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Do you have like just a feeling... So I think if we choose Juliet, we go for, like, some cool, like, Rocky montage where she gets really ripped. Okay. Um, if we go for Romeo, we get, like, a sad lover boy. Which I feel like I can identify with. Okay, let's do Romeo. You think so? I'm down with Romeo. Okay. I'm down with love. I'm down with love. Actually. I'm also down with the sickness. <laughs> okay. It's a band. <laughs> Come on. Okay. You're Romeo. You've been wandering around town since dawn. You're up early and sad because you are so in love with Rosalind. She's perfect. You tell yourself she's a real grown-up lady, beautiful with legs. Been there? Love a woman with legs. <laughs> <laughs> love a woman with legs. I always say, I love a woman with brains and legs. Yeah. I, also, she doesn't have to have either of those things. No. It's pretty ableist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Woo, keep going. Uh, <laughs> That's a really long passage there. <laughs> you, yeah, no, beautiful with legs that won't quit, and with arms that won't quit, and with the rest of her that <laughs> unwilling or unable to quit as well. She's more than a collection of limbs, isn't she? She's a full-fledged... Is awesome, she? <laughs> not according to Kat. She's a full-fledged awesome woman, and she's clever and funny and interesting, and you're certain two people have never been better suited to one another. The only problem is that she doesn't return your affection, like, at all. Dude, you're not even at the, oh, Romeo, I like you as a friend level. You're at the, it's Romeo, right? Level, the, listen, Romeo, I've, um, taken a vow chastity level. <laughs> the, hey, I just remembered this vow last, my entire life, so, I'm um, sorry level. <laughs> Same. Yeah, people have used that line on me. 
Um, you can't figure out why she wouldn't bend the rules, even a little for you. You're a 15-year-old boy who confessed her love to a woman in her 30s. What? Is that what? There's some editorializing That's not here. a feature of the play. I don't know. You don't know her age. That's true. Um, we don't. Imagine if she's just, like, a, like, middle-aged lady. Yeah. And Romeo's like, oh my god. Yeah. Hot for teacher. Right? Her games. Yeah. <laughs> the levels, man. I know. Okay. All this walking has helped you make any progress on this problem, and you're stuck on what you're calling stage one, trying to figure out the precise series of sounds to make emotions to emulate, in order to make Rosaline fall in love with you, because mm. that's how romance works. I'm going to skip a little bit. Yeah. Actually, you saw Ben Folio earlier today, only you didn't want to talk to him just then, because you were walking around crying over your feelings. Uh, oh, Romeo, wherefore art thou such a wimp, Romeo? <laughs> so you jumped into the woods and then hid while crying until you went away <laughs> because that's how I've you... done this a lot yeah. just like hop into the woods for a cry yeah I can't talk to you right now Jay I'm busy I'm like cat I see you behind that tree Dumpster. in my front yard <laughs> I know you're not a raccoon we live in the large urban city of Regina Saskatchewan <laughs> can't hide in these plains there's nothing but fields for days <laughs> But there are no woods here. There's only a trash can. What do you want to do? Is that really what happened in yeah. the book? Oh my god, I Her, predicted it. Oh my god. I did the joke did that you Did you write did. this book? I, I'm Ryan North. Did you force me to spend 25 minutes <laughs> on this book? <laughs> so, Kat, you had the choice. Do you want to talk to Ben Velio or hide in the garbage can? Okay, so I made the choice of character. Yeah. I think. So, now this is up to you. I feel like we should talk to our good buddy, Ben Folio. He might, like, help us parse for these feelings. I like him. Yeah. He's the one who just calls Romeo out on his shit. Yeah. He's like, Romeo, dreamers are liars. Also, you're an idiot. Let's yeah. go to a party. Let's, That's what I feel like. I feel like, you know, I'm in a party mood. Let's see what Benvolio has to say about it. What's a section is that? 14. Benvolio shakes your hand repeatedly. Good morning, good morning, he says. You ask him if it really is morning, and he confirms that it is. And you figured, that's enough small talk. That's really what happens in the play. <laughs> Time to talk about the important things. Your feelings. Let me level with you, Ben. You say, here's my whole deal. I love someone, but she doesn't like me back. Benvolio agrees that, yeah, that sounds bad, and that love can be rough sometimes. What's rough is that love is supposed to be blind, but it can still see its way into making me do whatever it wants. You say, personifying your emotions as an imagined third party whose tyranny allows you to preemptively absolve yourself of responsibility for your own actions. <laughs> That's right. Don't think I didn't notice. You're about to talk about love some more when you realize it's breakfast o'clock and you haven't eaten since it was dinner o'clock. <laughs> that was yesterday. Redirect the conversation towards breakfast, turn to 28. Forget breakfast. Talk about love some more. Turn to 20. Yeah. Listen, this happened to me this morning. I was thinking about love. I forgot to eat breakfast this morning. Oh, man. You skinny people and not, you know, <laughs> prioritizing things above hunger. I'll never understand. Do you, are you thinking breakfast or are you thinking love? Fuck breakfast. The only, the only thing I want to be served sunny side up is the side of love. So let's go to... You know what my joke is going to be? What? Why fuck a Cheerio when you can fuck a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I like yours better, though. <laughs> my, well, that's the one I'll keep. <laughs> mine, you can, you can tell your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Cats... <laughs> Tell your, your drunk aunt at a party. You can tell your, like, niece to make her think you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Turn to 20. Okay. Okay. As I was saying, you say, trying to get thoughts of breakfast out of your head, images of orange juice with just the right amount of pulp and eggs that are better than perfect. They're the eggs you eat in your dreams. 
If mm. only you dream bigger, impossibly bigger, and the baking is so tasty that you roll your eyes like it's a joke. Because it's ridiculous. Nothing should taste this good. <laughs> and when you, you swallow, you're certain that anything that's tasty has to have some supernaturally terrible hidden price attached to it. Like every bite you exchange a few days of your life, but it doesn't matter. You'll pay it. You'll pay it and you'll say thank you. And you'll be back in a few weeks digging deep into your pocket just to have it again. Love shares an emotion that I experience deeply. Do you also like love? You ask. <laughs> I ask. I think it's okay. Mavoyo says. Then Mavoyo points towards some blood on his face that you hadn't noticed before. <laughs> Obviously trying to draw your attention to it. Guess what? You're still into you're still too into talking about love and thinking about breakfast right now to really pay any attention. So the choice is continue talking about love or okay, I'm sorry, I could really go for some breakfast. Can we go someplace where I can eat some eggs and continue this conversation? Why is it trying to push us towards breakfast? I want to talk about love. Yeah. So do you want to continue talking about love? I want to continue talking about love. Yeah. I don't want it to... Fuck off, Mavoyo. What are you trying to do? Yeah, like, all right, get let's... Get over your Ooh. bloody face. Yeah, we'll eat later, whatever. Yeah. We'll have some brunch. Yeah. Okay, this is long. You look away from Benvolio's face, pretending not to notice the blood on it. Hey, I know what'd be fun. You say, let's talk about love some more. <laughs> Before we do that, Benvolio insists, I just wanted you to know that I got into a fight. Tried to keep the peace, but dudes were biting their thumbs at each other like crazy. Dang, sounds off the hook, you say. Not classic, unlike classic Romeo phrase. Classic Romeo, always always using the jargon. Yeah. Not unlike, I hasten to add, the emotion of love. It was, he says. I never saw so many thumbs get bit. Must have been at least four or five, easy. Whew. You consider asking him more about the thumbs, but then suddenly decide you would still really rather talk about love some more. <laughs> Jeez, Romeo, you are as constant as a northern star, Julius Caesar reference there, which is to suggest, <laughs> sarcastically, that you are not constant at all, but rather boiling with random and unpredictable fiery energies held just beneath your surface. The only way you'd appear constant is if you were viewed from far away on a planet whose northern axis extended almost directly through you. Okay, listen. <laughs> There's some signs there <laughs> that surpass my knowledge of signs. Ryan North has some beef with north-facing... Yeah. Astrology. Yeah. I also, Having the last name North. That's true. I also have some beef with North Face, the company. The brand? Yeah. I hate those guys. Yeah. North Face, don't sponsor us. I hate you. Unless you really want to. <laughs> Jay will take your money. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm a slut for cash. Yeah. Let me stop you right there, you say. This fight you were involved in had a lot to do with hatred, but it actually has more to do with love, which is what I would prefer to talk about, and the subject upon which I will expound now. Okay, sighs Benvolio. You clear your throat and hold up one hand in front of you. Oh, brawling love. Oh, loving hate. Oh, anything of nothing first created, you say. Benvolio looks at you. You mean, like, love that comes from nothing? Oh, heavy lightness. Serious vanity. Misshapen chaos of well-seeming forms, you reply, still holding your hand out in front of you. It's practically in Benvolio's face, Romeo. Benvolio looks at you again, then steps to the side to avoid having your hand so close to his face. So, like, beautiful things muddled together into an ugly mess, he says. He pauses for a second, confused. You, um, still talking about love? Feather of lead, bright smoke, cold fire, sick health, still waking sleep. That is not what it is, you say. Is, this Is Romeo having a stroke? I think Romeo, <laughs> he hasn't had breakfast and he's being pushed to the breaking yeah. point. Always, always talk about your feelings on full stomach. Something I've learned <laughs> through trial and error. That's actually so true. 
Uh, this love feli that feel no love in this. That's, how, that's that why I always... Yeah. That's why I will say. That's why I always before a date. Well, that's why during a date. I actually always bring the date to a buffet. Okay, that's actually sick. I want to eat a full chicken leg on a first date. <laughs> Just like chow down. None yeah. of this like, I'll have like the the cheese bite, the cheese nibbles. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Something yeah. small. There's, there's something sexy about you know, filling your plate to the brim, paying, like, a nominal fee, and watching the person you're into also do the same. Just, like, chow down. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. Anyway. You see an idea what you're gonna do later. That's what the Capulets should have done for their feast. Yeah. Did you... Okay, I completely missed the joke that you just made. That is a PG-13 joke, Jay. That is a sex act that you do not learn about until you're at least 20. Actually, <laughs> Uh, Benvolio takes a second to parse what you're saying, then seems to figure it out. You feel love, even though nobody loves you back. Got it, he says, and then he starts to cry. I'm serious, he's crying. Jeez, Benvolio, it's not that bad. I'm crying because of how sad you are, Benvolio says. Oh. Benvolio's a soft boy, too. He is such a soft boy. Oh, you say, haha, wow, um, that's weird. Wow, wow, wow. Benvolio cries some more. Listen, you say, attempting to comfort him, this is what love does. But now your crying at my sadness is making me even sadder. So if you don't stop, then I'll cry, and then you'll cry more, and we'll have an infinite feedback loop of sorrow. Benvolio sniffles and wipes his nose on his sleeve. I guess he's comforted. Mission accomplished. Anyway, bye, you say, walking away. But Benvolio follows you like a lost puppy. Romeo, he says, please, I don't understand. Do you love someone? And if so, who is she? A woman, you reply. Oh. (laughs) Is this Benvolio being into Romeo and then... I don't know. Having his heartbroken? Yes, he says. I figured as much. But what? what's she like? What makes her so special that she could capture your heart so completely? Please, tell me about her. You picture Rosaline in your mind, this wonderful woman, this fully formed person, with whom you've forged one of the deepest connections it's possible for one human to create with another. She's super hot, you volunteer. Tell Benvolio about Rosaline... Tell Benvolio about Rosaline in the classiest language you can muster. Ooh. <sighs> Tell Benvolio about Rosaline in the classiest language. Yeah, okay. It's because you're a classy, classy guy, I'm a classy guy. Ooh, some poetry. Okay. I'm, a t- I'm a tall glass of class. Oh my god. People, people say that about me all the time. That might be our title right there. Tall glass of class. Tall glass oh, of that's class. That's good. We should have to um, Alright. Um, so, 18? 18. You hold, you hold out your hand in front of you. And begin to describe Rosaline to your cousins. Here's what you say. She'll not be hit with Cupid's arrow. She half dines with and strong proof of chastity, well-armed. From love's weak, childish bow, she lives uncharmed. Do not stay the siege of loving terms, nor abide the encounter of a sailing lies, nor ope her lap to saint, seducing gold. Oh, she is rich in beauty, only poor. And when she dies, her beauty dies for store. So is that just like, she's not in, into me? Is that just basically what that poem is saying? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she just doesn't want to be loved. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Same. Continue. <laughs> uh, Benvolio seems to catch on what's going on. He holds out a hand in front of himself and asks, then she has sworn that she will still live chase. Yeah. So yeah. you're now both standing with your arms held in front of you. You reply, oh my. I'm picturing this scene in my head. It's very strange. They're just holding their arms out in front of one another. Yeah. Reciting some poetry. Do you ever like a, t- a chapel? Yeah, like yeah. Do you think doing like? Yeah, like touching each other's arms. Uh, maybe, probably. Yeah. Uh, Leaning in together like a teepee. Maybe. 
She half in that sparing kiss. Okay. She half in that sparing makes huge ways for beauty starve with her severity, cuts beauty off from all posterity. She's too fair to be too wise, wisely too fair, to mirror bliss by making me despair. <laughs> she have forsworn to love, and in that vow do I live dead that I live to tell it now. Benvolio lowers his hand. Man, forget about her, he says. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So do you choose, say it's impossible to forget about Rosaline, actually try to forget about Rosaline? Oh. Which one of these would be funnier? Do you think actually try to forget about Rosaline would be funny? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's go with that. Because, like, that's not what happens in the play. Yeah. But I think that they're... I think that if you tried to forget about her, yeah. I think this is like bringing us to a party. And burn. Maybe I think this is bringing us to maybe a party, maybe a kegger. Ooh, it should be a kegger. Okay, which one is it? Forty-nine. Huh? You say? Okay. Well, I mean, I could try. Oh, Benvolio says a little surprised. That's because we're off script from the original play. Okay. Well, good. Perfect. Actually, you shake Benvolio's hand and leave. There's only one man who can help you now. Go to Friar Lawrence's house. Okay. I love Friar Lawrence. I wonder how Mr. Ryan North will write her. Okay. Write him. Write him. Sorry. Maybe it's a woman. That would be good. Um, I don't think it is. (laughs) Friar Lawrence is a friend of yours, and that makes you happy, because all the coolest teens are friends with Friars. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I wish I was friends with Friars. Yeah. Every time I go to McDonald's, I say hi to Friars. (laughs) We're pretty close. Even though you got fired from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a rocky relationship, to be honest. It's really weird that he takes my hand and then dunks it into <laughs> Burning <deep fry>. oil. <laughs> Scarring me Yeah, forward. it's kind of weird, but they do that sometimes. You yeah. just gotta roll with it. Yeah, can't suck it up. <laughs> That's why, luckily, before I get there, I always cover my hand in cornmeal. Oh, yeah, so and you have a tasty treat. Yeah, that's just like a delicious golden crust. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> Friar, it's me, you say, knocking on the door, even as you open it, to let yourself in. Anybody at home? That's, like, pretty much me at your place. I mean, that's fine. That's, like, what I dream of. That's, like, the Friends Seinfeld life that I always wanted in my early 20s. Yeah, right. So. Good good. That's good. Romeo, is that you? Comes a creaky voice from the back. Good lord, what time is it? Um, probably around 10, you say, closing the door behind you. Were you sleeping? Fire Lawrence stumbles out of the back room. He has definitely been sleeping. Dude's a mess. He grabs hold of your arms. His wild eyes staring intently into yours. His breath is awful. 10 a.m., the fire... Has he been drinking? I don't know. 10 a.m., Fire Lawrence says. 10 a.m.? 10 a.m., you confirm. Fire Lawrence's wild face instantly changes into a smile. Then my experiment was a complete success. Oh. What? What experiment, you say? The experiment of being dead for 42 hours, of course... (laughs) It worked, yes, Romeo. It my worked. Man. You spent 42 hours dead, you ask? Fire and Lawrence waves his hand around his face like he's trying to get rid of a fly. No, no, obviously I wasn't dead, but I faked it. I took a swig of the serum and uh, it induced death like symptoms for precisely 42 hours. Look at this foreshadowing. I like this. Yeah. Now I don't have to do jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually skipped out jury duty. <gasps> You admit this openly on our podcast, listened to by thousands? No, I... Well, I didn't skip out on it. I was summoned to the bar. Uh, no, that's not how that works. I no. was summoned to uh, be a juror. Mm-hmm. And I marked one of the boxes saying I couldn't do it. Why? Mental health. <laughs> it would have made me sad to go to jury. Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> Far are you saying, are you telling me you faked your own death to get out of jury duty? 
My, this is actually my mom told me to do this. My mother, my mother also wanted me to water her plants while she was traveling. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I can say I fake my own death whenever I want. All my problems are over. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay, Friar. I'm, I'm getting not, a different picture of you now. I'm actually hoping you can help me with one of mine. Oh, Friar says suspiciously, uncapping a vial of liquid and holding it near his mouth. It's no big deal, you say. I'm just tired of feeling sad and want to forget about a woman. Oh, Farris says relief. He screws the pa- cat back on the vial and drops it into his pocket. That's easy. Turning around, he rummages through a giant pile of herbs and potions. He finds a red one that thrusts into his your hand. Here, he says, two sips of this and you'll soon forget about whoever you love for 42 hours. Done. Oh. What's the catch? Oh, when it wears off, two days of longing will come flooding back to you all at once. It's pretty soul-destroying. Oh, Jesus. Neat, you say. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got. Romeo is not that smart. I mean, I knew this from the original play, but... Yeah. Okay. It is unless you want to fake your own death, he says. Which is, as I've said, it's really easy now. Interesting, you say. So you can decide to forget about Rosaline for 42 hours, or decide to fake your own death for 42 hours. Ah. Uh, um, wait, whose choice is it? It's your choice. Is it my choice? Ugh. Forget about Rosaline, I think. Like, if he fakes his own death, he's just gonna maybe, wake up. Maybe it's the end of it. Like, yeah. we're not gonna have narration of just like, yeah. Now you're unconscious. Right. So I don't know. Okay, not forget about Rosaline. Right. Maybe. Okay. Let's just see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Ooh, pictures. Yeah. A road. Uh, oh, we're at. Oh, we're at an end. Okay, we might have to. Do, we might have to go back and do another one. Forty-nine. You take the bottle of forgetting juice from the fryer, thank him, and go home. You sit down on your bed. Here's to my love, you say, holding up the bottle in front of you. You take two careful sips. You're not sure it's working. You still remember something? You were drinking to forget something, right? Whatever it was, it couldn't have been that important since you've already forgotten it. Something inside you screams that what you're doing is insanely dangerous. You put the bottle aside. Either this potion worked or it didn't, but either way I got no business drinking any more of it, you say. You go out that night to hang out with Benvolio, and he asks you how it's going with the whole Rosaline situation. You've never heard the name before in your life. Who, you ask? No way, he says. You actually forgot about her? Apparently, you say. And while you cannot remember what you've forgotten, you do remember how you managed to forget it. You start taking a measured dose every 41 hours to keep remembrance at bay. You end up with a standing order of the liquid with the fryer and keep this up for almost half a decade. In that time, you meet someone new, marry her, and have two wonderful children, a boy and a girl. And then one day, you slip. You forget to take your medicine, just once. You're out playing with your kids in a park when it happens. All of a sudden, you remember Rosaline. She comes rushing back to you. You remember her beauty, her scent, what she meant to you, how you yearned for her with your entire soul, and how you knew with every fiber of your being that you were meant to be together. You fall to your knees. Oh, dear God in heaven, you say. I can't believe I was ever such an obsessive kid. Jeez, how embarrassing. Your kids run into your outstretched arms, and you pick them up, place them all on your shoulders, and return to your wife to live happily ever after. Nice. I didn't know how that was going to end. I also end. didn't think that was that. that was, there were a few twists in that one. But I think that's kind of a happy ending. It is a happy ending. That's, yeah. like, what really should have happened yeah. in Romeo and You just got over it. Like, okay, I've been banished now. Time to rebuild my life in yeah. wherever he was banished to. The trailer park outside the tra- of Verona. <laughs> the trailer park outside of Verona Beach. Man, this is, like joke on yeah. compounded You'll have joke. to listen to so many episodes, <laughs> folks, to understand what we're Watch saying. Watch so much ancillary media and, like, read so many plays, just, like, anyway. But, yeah, and then he could have just, like, 
been married and had a nice time instead of dying at 15 like an idiot. Yeah. Okay, so we've reached an ending. So what do we want to do? We want to go back and do the other thing and see if it takes us any further? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Where was that? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Here, pass it over. I can probably find it. Okay, so we're going to decide to fake our own death for 42 hours instead. Okay. You go to page 45. You take the bottle of fake death juice. Great name. Find the fryer and return home. Sit down in your bed, you get up, and tidy up your room a bit. The one people find you. You sit down in your bed again. Oh my god, that's real. Listen. <laughs> You've just lied in bed as like, no, my but like, body will be found if, here. Yeah, if I was like faking my own death, I'd be like, I don't want to be embarrassed yeah. by what people find. Well, there's that kind of joke that I heard once. I'm not sure if it's a comedy held joke. Okay. But would you rather be found surrounded by a bunch of like drug paraphernalia mm-hmm. or a bunch of sex toys? I mean sex toys because yeah. like i don't want my mom being like oh my god she was actually a drug addict and then feel haunted by the fact that like yeah. she didn't know that or yeah. something whereas she'd be like all right <laughs> that's fine i guess i expected this I, kind of debauchery <laughs> yeah like it's not i don't like it but it's yeah. fine i guess yeah i don't know what about you yeah i think our, because like one is like you were actually harming yourself yeah the other one you could also be harming yourself. That's, you know, <laughs> what you're one doing. One of them will, like, deeply upset your family, and the other one will, like, upset them for a yeah. little bit, but they'll be more upset by the fact that you're dead. Yeah, the other one will be, like, a funny joke that they'll say, I think. Yeah, they'll be like, you know, thought... I found her with a dildo. Like, it's kind of sad, Yeah. but it's also kind of funny. Yeah. Let's it's... have Thanksgiving dinner yeah. right now. It's like, we really didn't expect him to find him over his piping station <laughs> as, we walk, as we found Why do you body. like that so much? <laughs> I just think it's a funny joke. You have one in your closet secretly, I know. Yeah, in my studio apartment. In your studio apartment, you were like, I have no space. Yeah. I live in the squishiest studio in the most dense city in the country, but I'm going to put a pegging station in, like, my one closet. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. All right. Conspiracy period. <laughs> Discuss amongst yourselves on okay. the Reddit pages. <laughs> so Romeo is lying down. Um, he's cleaned his bed. He's lying down. Yeah, he's ready to go. You realize you never asked for how much to take, but probably it's a whole bottle, right? Oh, no. That's how medicine works, right? You chug the contents of the bottle. Here's to my love, you say. Then wipe your mouth with the back of your hand. As you lie down, you already start to feel dizzy. Dang, Friar, your drugs are quick. You mutter. You hold one hand up in front of you. And dust with a chug, I die. The That's last... pretty dramatic, Romeo. Yeah. Love a boy. The last thing you're aware of as you lose consciousness is your own hand slapping you in the face. <laughs> Which, you know, that's, that's a way. I do that so much when I'm, like, snoozing. I'm, like, when I'm, like, drifting off. Yeah. Just, like, accidentally hit my own face. Do you ever have those kind of dreams where it's, like, you wake up, or, like, you wake up because, like, something's happening and then all your muscles, like, move at once? You, you like, jolt when you yeah. wake up? Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I'm um, a very restless sleeper. Yeah. Young and the restless people call it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. What part of A day goes by. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to go into the final. Another couple of days go by. This is Ryan North. You're trolling us now. Yeah, pretty much. I don't like this. cool. I don't mind it. I like all the illustrations. Oh, so we're actually at an ending. Do you want to read? Okay. Oh, another ending? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. We should have went back when Benvolio told us to. We should have went with not forgetting about Rosalind. We should have had breakfast. <laughs> That's what we really went wrong. We really should have had breakfast. We really should have had some breakfast there right at the start. You gotta start with breakfast. Most important meal of the day. Yeah. Okay. You took too much. Jeez, Romeo, you've been out for days and days. And in that time, your friends have discovered your body. At least it's a clean bed, though. 
held a funeral, and buried you in the ground. Your greatest fear was to be buried alive, but good news, you would have thirsted to death long before you had a chance to wake up and realize your predicament. Your second greatest fear was thirsting to death, but again, no worries, you would have suffocated in this coffin long before any thirst could get you. Your third greatest fear was suffocation. <laughs> the end. P.S. Any points you have earned so far are forfeit, and your final score is zero out of a possible 5,000 points. Because your only goal in this story was to kiss a lady, and you didn't even do that once. Also, you faked your death so poorly that you died, which, and I'm saying this as a friend, definitely didn't help matters. You get points in this? We haven't gotten a single point. Yeah, maybe, like, our marriage ending. Oh, man. But what? it didn't say that you got points. Listen, do you want to keep a golf tally as we do this? I, but, yeah, if they're going to... Yeah, see, some of them have points. Oh, man. Listen, we, we're, we're under par. We're, minus, we're at minus 10 right now. We are at... We're at zero. Because okay. the end told us they were at zero out of 5,000. Okay, well... That's not great. Yeah, that's that was probably... Wait, so he faked his death, didn't tell... Unlike actual play, he didn't tell anyone to wake him up? No. Because <laughs> he didn't think that he was actually faking his... What a dumb jabroni. Also, there's an illustration here of a headstone that says, Here lies Romeo Montague, died a thirsty boy. <laughs> Smooch scores zero. That's uh. what it says on his headstone. And then all the people next to him are like Lord Kissington, Paola, Shark Kisser, Agosti. It's quite funny. Butt kiss, I think. Do you want to like go back a lot? We're at like 40 okay. minutes. Let's, let's go. Well, do you want to just chat then? Yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah, sure. That was, okay, that was fun. I really like this book. Recommended. There's little illustrations in it, which I like. Yeah. It's kind of like a graphic novel-y vibe. Also, it smells good. <laughs> That's my review. Um, Four and a half stars out of five. And if you want to buy this book, use the code <laughs> SHAKELAD. Use the offer code SHAKEYBOY. <laughs> At Indigo or Chapters. Yeah, that's not true. We're not as well. <laughs> we do this for the love of literature and our love for choose, choose Your Own Adventures. Because you know what, Kat? Can you get real for a sec? Please do. Sorry, I was reading Ryan North's biography and half listening to you, but anyway, continue. That's okay. That's, I'm, used, I'm used to women reading books while I talk. At least that's all they do. <laughs> we have so little control over the past that we choose in life. That's so, true. You know, I'm glad... My life is one catastrophe after another. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so little control, etc. So, yeah. like, I Wheel just... I appreciate, I appreciate this book gave us the choice of, like, a clear decision and clear consequences. Agreed. However, I feel like despite our careful choosing, we did not even meet Juliet. Yeah. And Which I feel we like failed. we failed. <laughs> even yeah. though in that one ending we got married and that was quite nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that was a better ending. That's a better ending Stupid than... Stupid Juliet. Let's be honest. 15-year-old boys and or girls. Pretty snoozers to talk to. Have you ever like felt this way where you were like, I'll literally die for this person? Uh, you were like, I've never felt emotion. Okay, great. In the actual Romeo and Juliet episode, you said that you fall in love twenty times, so I called bullshit on that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm also extremely selfish. Fair enough. So, so even when you were young, you were like a cold, calculating, like, yeah. okay, how much does she have in her TFSA, though? It's you know what, it all comes down to the return on interest on their investments. <laughs> so I, I haven't met someone who has like a good enough credit score for mm. like an A mortgage level loan. <laughs> And I feel when I find that woman, that's really when I'll feel true... Heart-rending love. Heart-rending love. Yeah. So, you know, if there's any financial analysts or doctors out there, yeah. Listen, BAs. Yeah. Just, listen. like, people who have inherited wealth 
you know. Listen, the only reason I'm going back to school is so I can mingle in those kind of circles again. Women who are the children of steel dynasties. Yeah. Like steel and copper. Yeah. You know, like those, like, women who just own 45, of 45% of the world in yeah. mines and stuff? Yeah. Those are the people I want to meet. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah. You, you dig it? Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> I want to date. What would be the most attractive heiress to date? I want to... <laughs> And it's my best Not the royalty, because that no. comes with all this baggage. No, no, no. Everyone has opinions about it. Yeah. Okay, did you know you have to, like, write the queen to ask her permission to wear one of the jewels out of the vault? Really? Yeah, so you have to be like, I am attending the wedding of the countess of whatever. Could I please wear this brooch on this date? And then she writes yeah. back to you to say yes or no. Can I wear the... Puka- I can't deal with that bureaucracy. Yeah, I know. Dear queen, can I wear the puka shell necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Of, of Bahrain. Stolen from Hawaii in the year 1904. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I can't deal with that level of bureaucracy in a family. No. And you also want to be with an heiress who, like, nobody knows, like, yeah. really where the wealth comes like from. A Karda- so no one... Like Chloe Kardashian. No, how, does she, how does she make her wealth? She has too much exposure. Right. But her, because she's also an heiress. Right. Her father owns hotels or something like that, I think. Yeah. Not sure. I'm thinking Paris Hilton. I'm thinking Paris Hilton. Her father owned something. Her father used to be a former Olympian. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kylie Jenner. Yeah. yeah. I actually knew that. I just wasn't putting together all the family numbers. It's all right. Okay. What's Ray J up to? There, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so you were saying? I don't fucking know at this point. You gotta be with an heiress who yeah. flies under the radar. Yeah. Who nobody notices that you're rich, but then you own three houses. Yeah. I want to be with, hear me out, a railroad heiress. Have you ever read Ayn Rand? No. Then I'm not going to make the joke I was just about to make. That's okay. fine. Continue. And the reason why... Folks who've read Fountainhead, what's it called? The Fountainhead will know yeah. what I'm talking about. We're talking about a book I don't know. Why would you look to me to tell you the title <laughs> of the book I've never, I haven't read? Um, there's just this like woman in it, and the only thing she loves is trains, because like, yeah. trains don't fail her like people do, and it's like really weird. And yeah upsetting. The Aurel fails me all the time. I know. <laughs> but I just like it because it's like, one, sleek, sexy mode of transportation. You can Probably like, the sexiest mode of transportation. Yeah. Other than submarine. I really want a submarine. <laughs> that's a that's a aesthetic choice. I think you could, you could pull off. I've been really into submarines lately because I'm like, the world's going to flood in probably yeah. like three to five years. <laughs> yeah, three to five years, yeah. <laughs> And only the folks with really good boats are going to survive to yeah. build the next generation of people. So you're predicting a water world-esque situation. Yeah. I'll be fine because we're 90% water, right? <laughs> so we'll just like float on top of it. Be Ooh, fine. So many in-jokes have died. <laughs> um, no, I think a railroad heiress would be good. I think any kind of metals heiress would yeah. be good. Any kind of old money. New money, you know, that fluctuates. They get all excited. Yeah. They invest in like risky things and then it all yeah. goes to hell you get kind of that like bohemian style fashion sense because you're like new money you don't quite know how to dress yourself that's true and you you don't have that problem because i dress like you know old how money. to dress like old money for sure oh, yeah. for sure yeah jay spent 16 dollars on a pocket square today i'm just gonna expose him right now <laughs> okay he already owns two pocket squares why do you need so many pocket squares listen i don't even work <laughs> <laughs> they just hang on your wall yeah. and you look at them like ah yes awesome. I could be the kind of person who wears pocket squares I was you know I was talking about this before the podcast you know I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm doing well and I feel because I'm going to be going back to school and not having like a 
a steady income that I'm gonna lose all this. So I'm trying to live it up like I can. So you listen, cat. I bought myself some smoked salmon today. I've been eating smoked salmon every week. Oh my what? It's it's actually a pretty good because you can have like three or four meals with like smoked salmon, so it's actually pretty economic. Listen, I love smoked salmon, yeah. but what? Okay, with the pocket squares thing, I was gonna be like basically like you're holding your investments in the pocket squares. Yeah. So you like sell them at any time when you need some quick fun. Yeah, I'm holding my investments in the pocket of my hand. Exactly. Whereas with smoked salmon, they're all just going to swim away. Because you eat it and it's gone. <laughs> and that's your money down the drain. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's a liquid asset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Swimming in the water. Like yeah. the salmon. Because it's yeah. liquid. I, this is a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. No, I, keep... <laughs> I want to just like hammer that home a little more. Yeah. Just in case people didn't get it. Yeah. Listen, I went. So here's the thing. I think this is part of the problem. I went home a few weeks ago. Yes. I met my friend. Loser. Listen, <laughs> well, so we can't all live in Muskoka. Sure. You went home. I went home. You saw your friend. Me and my friend went home. My friend is ripped. Nice. And Same. I'm like, and I think from that, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think from that, I was like, oh man, like I wish I could be like my friend. She lives in Island Park, which is a very nice neighborhood, and Happy Valley Goose Bay. Happy Valley Goose Bay. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's in shape. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man. How can I get that? And at the pocket squares. Pocket squares. <laughs> and the problem is, I have backloaded this to the last two months of my employment <laughs> to, to start putting in effort into myself. Makes sense. Um, right yeah. before you go back to school. Yeah. So. This plan has no holes in it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get to Algoma University. Right, yep. I'm going to find someone who's going to become a doctor. Uh huh. Who's already completed their doctorate. I can't wait their for Their doctorate years. or their MD? Who makes the money now? MD. MD. Okay, not yeah. do- that's PhD in like no, French not. literature. I don't, you want, don't want that. I don't want like a psychology PhD student. Uh, no, no, certainly not. Only one of us can be dumb and <laughs> <laughs> irresponsible with money. In the arts, <laughs> in the humanities. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, just thought. Yeah. So you got to get ripped before that is what you're saying. Exactly. Before you meet your MD. Got about a month to do it. Can you... I believe in you, and I think you can do it. As long as you keep eating smoked salmon, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Can you bring me back an MD or a JD or a PNG? Any of those will be good for me. I'm giving you a wide range What does your partner do right now? (laughs) They're in school. (laughs) (laughs) They're in a professional degree, though, so... Okay, that's a a responsible choice. It is a responsible choice. I did English, which is the worst... Yeah. I think even, like, fine arts, like, you probably have a better shot. Because you can have a regular job, and then you can work on your craft. Mm-hmm. But English doesn't even teach you how to do a cool thing. You can just do what everybody else can do, which is read, but just do it a little bit better. Yeah, but you can also write. Like, you you write very well. My boss would disagree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's not talk about let's, cats let's, crippling insecurity about her. Let's not spiral. Listen, folks... I'm going on vacation. Didn't have time to read a play. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed the spectacular Choose Your Own Adventure adventure with Romeo <laughs> and or Juliet. I think we might dip back into this sometime, maybe. Yeah. Dip our toes. Yeah. We get an off week. I want to try Juliet. Yeah. I want to try the muscly Juliet path. Hey, listen. When we start reading Juliet, I'll be like Juliet. You'll be muscly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll also undergo a transition. At that okay, great. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I will, too. <laughs> um. <laughs> Gender dysphoria. Woo!
okay, on that note, folks, <laughs> please rate us five stars because you should choose the best adventure, which is giving us five stars. Yeah. And also... Choose, choose the adventure that makes us feel good. Yeah. And also write a review. Yeah. About how great we are. Yeah. We are on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Play. Google Play! Yeah. We're on Google Play now. We've, I'm the uh, Google Play hype man. We start from the bottom, now we're here. We start from the bottom. We can't. That's copyright. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, like cut, a, we'll cut that. We're like an amateur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, the next, in, uh, in about two weeks, we'll be talking about the Tempest. Yes, we will. Have uh, you started yet? Nope. Okay, me neither. Cool. But you're going to be on vacation, and I'll be slumming it here. I'll read it on the beach. Maybe there will yeah. be a storm on the beach. Oh, man. A tempest. Oh, shit. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, actually, um, I hope not, too. That would be concerning. So, Kat, have a safe and happy vacation. Thank you very much. I hope that you have a 12-pack by the time I'm back. Yep. Best, pretty, sure, pretty sure that's realistic. Best of luck with that endeavor. Nearly there. And until then, folks. Oh, wait, did you say your Twitter? Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know... Chat us up on Twitter. We are at Shakespeare Lines. Yes, we are. Um, we have doubled our followers. Let's do it again. Killing it. Exponential growth, folks. <laughs> Unlike muscles. Okay. It's more of a gradual... Stand- a gradual softening. Ouch. Maybe that's a good title. <laughs> a gradual softening. I'll decide. Okay. I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> Thank you. So until you hear from us next, folks, keep uh, shaking a Shakespeare. We're, We're out! out. Ha <laughs> ha